welcome to PodSpot, the UK's only HubSpot-themed podcast. This is a bi-weekly look at the latest updates from HubSpot with practical hints and tips directly from the mouths of HubSpot users and partners. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. I'm Kerry, PR and Digital Engagement Manager at Clients First, and I'll be your host today. You can listen to all of our other episodes on the usual platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, and Google, or head to bit.ly forward slash podspot podcast to subscribe. That way you'll never miss a brand new episode. This week, we're looking at HubSpot portals, how to identify their health and get more out of them. To help us understand this more, today I have the pleasure of speaking to Lisa Kelly, Principal Channel Consultant at HubSpot. So welcome, Lisa. Um, I think this is your first time on the podcast, so it's lovely to have you. How are you today? I'm very good. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm I'm an active listener, so it's nice to be to be invited on. <laughs> oh, that's great. And I think this is your first time just on a podcast in general, isn't it? Correct. Wow, we're we're very honored to have you, Lisa. Thank you. <laughs> so we'll jump in. So we're talking about kind of client portals and, and the health of them. So I guess for our listeners who perhaps aren't familiar with you, can you start off with a, a little introduction of yourself for our listeners, Lisa? Yeah, sure. So I've been working as a channel consultant in HubSpot on our partner team for the past three years. Um, I'm based in Dublin, Ireland. We have our HubSpot EMEA headquarters here. We have nearly a thousand employees at the moment based in Ireland. It was only just last year we opened up a brand new exciting office building that we were all buzzing to get into. But unfortunately, I was only there about two weeks before we entered lockdown. So definitely looking forward to getting back there soon. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Can you tell us a bit more about maybe what a channel consultant at HubSpot does in the day-to-day? It's a kind of a broad um, role title there. Yeah, I I typically get a lot of questions about it. Um, So I suppose I might take a moment to explain what a channel partnership is, just in case your listeners aren't familiar with that term. So channel sales usually refers to um, the process of partnering with third parties to get your product into end users' hands. So a lot of SaaS companies, such as HubSpot, will use a variety of partner programs to expand into new markets, maybe scale their sales efforts, and really to take advantage of partners' existing connections and also their credibility. So what this means is that we've created two entry points into HubSpot. So you could have the direct route or the channel partner route. If a customer chooses the direct route, they're going to be onboarded by a HubSpot onboarding specialist, followed by some ongoing support from a HubSpot customer success manager. If they choose the channel partner route, they will be onboarded and supported by one of our qualified solution partners, such as yourselves. So my role in HubSpot is to collaborate with those partners to help them drive success for their clients, improve customer retention, and really just to support their growth strategy. Part of my day-to-day will also include some account-related tasks, so things like contract management, support case escalation, um, and a lot of email and phone communication, especially in this virtual environment. We used Zoom um, a lot in HubSpot because we are a global company, but uh, that has definitely been amplified over the last 12 months. Yeah, definitely. Um, we can definitely vouch for that at the agency. Uh, a lot more virtual communications, but um, it's, it's amazing what we can achieve when we're, we're all 
working in different places. So um, thank you for that. That was a really great roundup of your role at HubSpot. And it definitely sounds like a busy role and one that's um, more of a focus towards partner agencies. So I guess in turn, how does what you do with partners then influence and help with client relationships? Yeah, so our solution partners are really the backbone to our entire business strategy in HubSpot. And, you know, we, we've pulled a bunch of reports that shows that customers who work with partners are more successful. And why is that? Really, our partners are certified in not only guiding our customers to execute effective inbound strategies, but they're also highly skilled in implementing these campaigns for our customers. And that can be of huge support to customers who maybe don't have those resources in-house. Our partners also receive additional levels of internal support from HubSpot. So I basically act as an extension of my partner servicing team. And this means that partners such as Client First have exclusive access to early product betas and development. So it means that they can identify these opportunities much earlier for customers. Yeah, I can definitely echo that. I mean, um, I know from our relationship with you, your your partner roundups every month and just having that relationship with you really helps us keep on top of what's going on in the market. And, and in turn, that helps us deliver more quality for our clients. Yeah, exactly. And we'll, we'll have a lot of partner exclusive events that customers may not have access to. Um, and that is really that we know that partners need to identify these opportunities early to start identifying strategies for their customers. So that's definitely something that we focus on a lot. Yeah, definitely agree with that. So I guess one of the things that you often help us with is looking at kind of client portal usage and making suggestions based off of that. So I guess from your perspective, what are some of the things that you look for in terms of, of portal health? What what do you kind of define as portal health, I suppose? Yeah, it's it's definitely something that I would be doing quite often with my partners and and the really the purpose of any type of audit is to differentiate between customers who are thriving with HubSpot and customers who are maybe not using the tools and struggling to see value. So there's a lot of things that I would do um, when conducting a, a portal audit, but I suppose first is really to check what tools they have access to versus what tools they're using. In HubSpot, we do have a system called Health Checks, and these are objective assessments of customer health that basically predict whether we think a customer is more likely to renew or churn or cancel their subscription. And we use a lot of machine learning models for this that take into consideration product usage patterns. It could be things like their contact tiers, how their contacts are growing, and also how close they are to their next renewal. So we use a four-level grading system to segment these customers, green, yellow, orange, red, very similar to a traffic light system, with green representing our healthiest customers and red will be our riskiest. And this is typically the information that I share with my partners when we're exploring a customer's usage. But just because a customer receives an orange health check doesn't necessarily mean that inbound is not working for them. So that's why it's really important for me to work with my partners to understand maybe the context behind some of these results. And even if if you're not working with a partner when auditing um, your portal, it's so important to first consider your industry and your goals. So what numbers were you working with prior and what were you hoping to achieve um, with HubSpot or with a particular campaign you were running? For example, are you trying to build awareness? Are you trying to convert? Or are you trying to maybe upsell existing customers? There are three different strategies 
countries. Um, and we might see three different portals depending on what those goals were. So I would never recommend auditing a portal blindly without these numbers or without these goals. Because if you are looking objectively at a portal, you might think traffic is an issue for this customer. But if traffic or awareness was not their goal, um, then that might, might not be a solution for that customer. So definitely starting with goals is going to be so important here. Yeah, that's that's great advice. And you mentioned there, you know, health checks and audits. How frequently do you recommend taking that step? It can depend, um, I suppose, what the strategy is on that customer. Sometimes we have partners that might do it after an initial onboarding period. So maybe when um, a customer has first started with HubSpot or with the software, you might have a six-month check-in just to see how things are progressing. Often it can be that maybe um, you're seeing a portal that has been active for you know a year or more, but maybe someone hasn't done that evaluation. So I would recommend doing regular evaluations. Um, sometimes it can happen based on specific milestones. So that could be uh, an onboarding period or a campaign that you launched, or it could just be that this hasn't been done in quite a while and um, maybe we should explore to see what our tools are, are in use. Um, but definitely the, the analytics section of any portal will quickly give you that 360 view of what sources are driving traffic over certain time periods, what conversion rates um, they're achieving. So we have some benchmarks for this, a, a session to contact conversion rate. We like to see this above 1%, but of course this can differ depending on goal or industry. Um, and I also want to see if they're tracking contacts to customers. So sometimes when I look at the analytics section of a portal, I may see that zero customers are showing in that report. And that might indicate to me that this customer is not tracking customer sales. So also to think in this scenario, they might be tracking sales, but through a different software. So I'm always keen to explore a customer's full tech stack to see, you know, if are they using other pieces of software that aren't currently integrated with HubSpot, are those integrations available and could we pass more of that information between the two or more softwares? So definitely focusing on the analytics section, I would spend a lot of time in there in the portal audit, particularly reviewing their top viewed pages, because that can really give you an indication of are there conversion opportunities on these URLs? Is this customer capitalizing visits to their site? So really doing a deeper dive into their actual website and the conversion opportunities that they have there. Yeah, that's great advice. I know um, we definitely find that that analytics side of HubSpot um, super useful. And you mentioned there that something you often see is um, and look at when you're auditing is what clients have access to and what they actually use. So I guess when clients aren't using their portal to their maximum capacity, what are the kind of familiar or you know more frequent issues that they're facing? What do they tend to be? Yeah, it can be a number of reasons. It, it may be just that the customer needs more training or education about the software and doesn't know how to use it effectively. Sometimes we see that a customer maybe started to interact with the tools, but then they didn't feel confident enough to take that work any further. It could also be that a customer loses motivation to continue using a tool that they were maybe successfully using before. It can happen that another project came in that took greater priority. 
Something else that can happen is that a customer might be using one tool successfully, but isn't aware of the other tools that they have access to. So for example, we sell a growth suite product, which is our marketing sales and service hub combined. But what we might see is that we have a customer that is heavily using marketing, but maybe they have a lower usage of sales or service. And ideally, we want to show the customer the other tools available to them that would complement their usage of a particular tool. Something I also see is turnover um, or lack of resources. So it could be that the person that originally brought the software into the company is no longer working there and maybe they brought their knowledge with them. Or it could also be that a customer doesn't actually have the resources to implement the technology for themselves. Great. And I guess that's that's where you guys can come in and really um, advise them and, and let them know how that they can use that to its full potential. Exactly. So I guess, what can clients who aren't using their HubSpot subscription fully do um, to get better results? You've mentioned a bit about analytics, but is there anything else that clients could perhaps start doing now just to, to get the most out of that subscription? Yeah, absolutely. So definitely checking things like your CRM properties. So properties, um, if anyone isn't familiar, they're used to store data on certain objects in HubSpot. So that could be contacts, companies, deals, tickets, and products. So usually I am checking to see, has a customer created custom or unique properties to allow for things like segmentation and customization? Um, You know, are they using this data to score leads? Do they have saved filter views based on these properties? Are they targeting certain content to contacts based on this segmentation? So one of the things that I always recommend doing is really starting with question asking. So very similar um, of, of what I was asking about the properties, do that with depending on the hub that you have. So if it's marketing, are you doing PPC? What is the ROI of that? What are the email open rates that you're getting? Usually we benchmark around 20%. When did you publish your last blog? Do you leverage dynamic call to actions? If we're looking at sales, I'm asking questions such as, are you tracking your sales or your deals in HubSpot? Are your sales reps using some of the sales enablement tools such as snippets or templates? Are you using documents for your pitch deck? Are you using meeting links to book time with prospects? Service tools, I'm looking to see, are you using the live chat or bot functionality? Do you have multiple ticket pipelines? Do you have feedback surveys? And if you have, what's the response that you're getting? Are you using articles for self-help? And what is the process for creating new ones? So what I would say is it's definitely a series of question asking to dive in deeper to the data. So our goal is always going to be to move customers towards actions that will really help them gain more value out of that subscription. So definitely building those frequent portal audits and that question asking into your strategy to make sure that you're reviewing those activities. If you are a direct customer, this can be supported by your HubSpot customer success manager. If you don't have the resources to maybe implement some of these recommendations, I would recommend working with one of our HubSpot partners. That's great advice. And I, and I really like the point that you made there about um, segmentation and custom properties, because that then allows um, clients to really personalize their email marketing and just get much more rich data. So I think that's a, a great point. So I mean, we've talked about how clients can um, get more out of HubSpot. So how can we as agencies help them? Um, You know, partner agencies have a really great relationship with their clients. So what is it that we could improve on if, if people are listing and they're part of a partner agency? 
I can't emphasize question asking enough. Um, it's really crucial to ask the right questions. Um, and for partners in particular, I always recommend focusing on that need analysis type of question, really focusing on that open-ended question. As an example, um, if I finished onboarding a customer and at the end I asked them, did you find this onboarding helpful? That's a closed-ended question, which they can really only answer yes or no to. And while it's definitely good to know if they found the onboarding helpful, unless they volunteer some elaboration to that answer, I don't really know in what ways they experienced value and maybe they're just being polite. (laughs) On the other hand, you could ask a question such as, can you tell me the value you feel you've received by going through this onboarding process? And this will help to uncover if there are indeed any type of value gaps or any unfinished strategies, it can happen often that maybe goals have changed or shifted since we started that onboarding process and maybe we need to flex or adapt to those goals. So it's usually from these type of conversations that a discussion about a portal audit develops or maybe um, a new strategy or a change in strategy. So I would really focus on on question asking and particularly those open-ended questions to really discover you know the the value that your clients receiving as of now but hopefully it will service up more opportunities for you to work closer together as well yeah i love that point of the open-ended questions because i suppose if if you're looking to improve as an agency the best person to to learn that from is the actual client and to get their opinion and really in-depth answers of exactly how you can improve and what they benefited from your onboarding process. So uh, yeah, really great point. That's that's a good one. And I'm sure a lot of agencies will definitely start using that rather than just standard feedback forms that have those, those closed questions. Yeah, I I can see it happening quite often where we might have a situation where a customer says that they're not getting the results that they wanted. Um, And that is usually when we start these portal audits. And what can happen in that discovery is that the customer was tracking results in a completely different way than maybe the partner was. So what did success look like for that customer? Um, What what defines a lead is typically what comes up quite often. Um, a lead may be someone who has filled one form on your site, or a lead may be someone who has completed a different series of actions. So even getting those definitions solid um, will help you know what you're working towards. But without asking those questions of what is a lead to you, you will not understand what's important for that client, what their goal is. And it could mean that you're actually working towards two completely different things. Um, so definitely making sure that um, any questions about the goals are asked um, and that everyone is aligned on what they're working towards. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's treating each client as a separate client rather than kind of just summarizing them as a whole because every business's needs and goals are going to be different, aren't they? So you need to tailor your approach. So yeah, I totally agree with that. So I guess you've covered quite a lot of stuff, really great stuff as well. But if you had to pick just one piece of advice to give our listeners out there around, I don't know, portal health or just HubSpot in general, what would it be? Yeah, so I'll pick a pretty cheesy one. You have to remember we are an an American company, so uh, there's a little bit of cheese. But we definitely like to use the analogy to compare our software to a gym. Um, And if you think about it, the reason you sign up for a gym is because it has everything you need under one roof to be successful and stay fit. It has all the gym equipment, it has the pools, the various programs, yoga classes, etc. But if you don't regularly use this equipment and avail of those services, you're unlikely 
likely to achieve that goal. So if you find that you're not seeing success from the HubSpot software, I would definitely encourage you to explore your usage using some of the techniques that we mentioned. And there's also a bunch of blog posts that HubSpot have published and also our partners have published on this topic as well. And if you do need that further support, definitely seek that out. Whether you're a direct customer and maybe you have a customer success manager within HubSpot or to just heighten the cheese further, we have our HubSpot partners who are our personal trainers in this analogy um, and they can help you out also. So definitely um, analyzing your usage and and what you're currently um, doing within the software. And if you do feel that you need the support in listing that help either from from HubSpot um, or one of our approved partners. That's a really great analogy. And I definitely wish my gym had a pool, that's for sure. Well, none of us can even go to the gym at the moment. I know, I know. But no, I I do love that, that, you know, all your resources are in one place and to just, I like that you can use that personal trainer approach and yeah, reach out to those people and get their expertise because that's what they're there for essentially, isn't it? Exactly. Great. Thank you so much, Lisa. Um, Sadly, that's all we've got time for, but I think you've given some really great advice um, and I'm sure that our listeners are going to be really interested in trying some of that advice in their own teams and definitely trying to get the most out of their HubSpot subscription and clean up that portal and just making sure that it's, it's as effective as it can be. So thanks again for your time today, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. No, it's been, it's been great. And I'm sure we'll, we'll have you back in no time. You've got a, a lovely podcast voice in that Irish accent. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so if you did enjoy this episode, then please share it with your friends and colleagues and let us know what your thoughts are on social media. You can tag us at Clients First UK, or you can also let us know by leaving a podcast review. Don't forget to subscribe by heading to bit.ly forward slash podspot podcast, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening.